Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Attention all you hoopers out there. If you're like me and you like to play basketball or keep active, i got to tell you about Theragun. Theragun is a handheld, battery-operated, professional-grade percussive therapy device that helps alleviate pain, improve mobility, and enhance performance. The Theragun is easy to use to handheld device that helps to relieve tension and increase blood flow. Theragun percussive therapy is unlike any massage device you've ever tried. Designed by a chiropractor, it's therapeutic for all body types. It can treat every part of the body. I use it to help with my hip. And it's triangle design that allows you to grip it multiple ways so you don't have to strain to target each area. Now, I'll tell you some of the benefits. It's relief from muscle tension, soreness, stiffness, and knots. It increases blood flow, improves range of motion, flexibility, accelerates recovery, activates muscles, improves muscle coordination. It's great to enhance performance and avoid injury. It's body energizing. Right now, you can use the promo code DPSHOW10. That's DPSHOW10. And you get two free attachments with purchase. It's great. Theragun, if you like to stay active, you'll love it. Again, promo code DPSHOW10 with two free attachments. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331.20. 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors. Strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both. Then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. One of the biggest actors of our generation. Presently en route to Miami. I got a little pat down the other day, and I got a double uh, groin tap. It was it was considerable. Tap, not the groin. For a film shoot for their upcoming Super Bowl opening. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Studios in Los Angeles, here's Jason Smith and Will Blackman. Fox Sports Radio. Oh, I need some water. Welcome inside the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, uh, Will Blackman coming at some point uh, here to do the show. Uh, but this is a time when people get nicked up during uh, the year. And so sometimes you got to play hurt. And that's what we're doing today here on the show. Big day of NFL. Obviously a huge day coming up tomorrow. College football. College football championship Saturday. But first... We get to last night, and the Cowboys lost to the Chicago Bears. The Bears win it by the final score of 31-24, a game that wasn't really as close as it looks. Dallas was great on their opening drive, phenomenal on the opening drive, but that was it. It was it through the fourth quarter. They get 17 points in the fourth. They're done. Cowboys now fall to 6-7. and seven. Bears go to 7-6. and six. And it was so bad for the Cowboys last night. It was so bad, they actually made Mitchell Trubisky look like the guy that the Bears want to keep for another year and keep as their quarterback. I mean, this run 
for a touchdown to give them a 17-point lead. I mean, the guy looked like Lamar Jackson on this one. Oh, I wanted the Lamar Jackson touchdown. That's what I was, was pointing. I was, I was, that's why I wanted the uh, – that's why I pointed. I wanted the touchdown run by Trubisky. Okay. Gun. Trubisky and the keeper left to the 15. Inside cut of the 10. Five and done. Touchdown Bears. Mitchell Trubisky with six more. And the Bears explode to a 30-14 to 14 lead. 23 yards right down Michigan Avenue, baby. Bears Radio Network on the call. I mean, he was all over the place last night. It was like his best game as a pro. I mean, yeah, he had the big five-touchdown game, but that was a big fantasy game. This was 244 and three touchdowns. Ran for 63 yards and a touchdown. I mean, this was unbelievable by him. The Bears fans had to be sitting there going, okay, well, it's nice that we won. I appreciate that. All right, it's good. We won. I'm, I'm happy. But, boy, now we're really going to keep him. We're going to keep him for another year. I, uh, boy. Now, if we're not going after Tom Brady, not going after anybody else, we're going to keep Trubisky now for another year. This is, this is difficult. This is very, very hard. But that's the way it was for the Bears last night because the Cowboys were listless. They had no energy. It was really bad. It was just a bad night for them. Look, their big drive of the game, just like last week, their first drive against the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving, they go down the field. No issues. They run the ball 12 times. They get in the end zone, and things look great for the Cowboys. I mean, at this point last night, they go up 7 nothing in the first quarter, and everything looks great. Ezekiel Elliott goes in for a touchdown, and they think, okay, finally, the Cowboys are back. But no. No. That's it. They run the ball 10 times after that, and in the rest of the game, and they can't get any other offense mounted until you get to the fourth quarter when they put up 17 points, as I said, when the game was really no longer in doubt. And there's many angles to talk about coming off of this game, not just the, the well, will they fire Jason Garrett angle, which we'll get to. But the first thing is really Dak Prescott. And Dak coming into this game, needed to have a big game. And what did he do? Well, he had a big game, but he had a big game fantasy-wise. Threw for 330 and a touchdown, but it wasn't until this game was decided. And wait till I tell you who Dak Prescott looks like right now in the National Football League. First of all, he's a guy that Jerry Jones is going to save money on next year because there's no way that they're going to suddenly give him $33, 35000000 million that he won at the beginning of this year. Should have signed that deal, but he didn't. So now it's, well, how good is Dak Prescott? Let me tell you, Dak looks like, and Dak has been very comparable to, Kirk Cousins when he was with the Redskins, right? Because what was the whole thing for Kirk Cousins? He can't beat good teams, right? He's good against the bad teams. He can't beat the good teams. I'll just take you through right now Dak Prescott's games this year where his quarterback rating was good and when his quarterback rating was average to below average, right? Now, just think about that for a second. His good games, right, his good games, good quarterback rating, up over 100, having a good night. His good games were against the Giants twice, right, the Redskins, Philadelphia, Detroit, and Minnesota. Those were his... All of those teams stink except the Vikings, and their defense just gave up 400 last week. All right, so those were his good games. The Giants twice, they stink. The Redskins, they stink. 
Philadelphia, boy, they stink. So does Detroit. Those were his good games. Now, who were his bad games against? Bad games. Buffalo, New England, the Jets, Green Bay, New Orleans, Miami, and Chicago last night. Buffalo, good defense. New England, really good defense. The Jets, better defense than you think. I mean, I'm not going to throw them into the, oh, my God, it's embarrassing category. But the Jets' run defense is really good. Probably the best run defense in the NFL still. Now, the, the Dolphins is in the category of, gee, boy, that's really, that's really tough. How did he do that? But Green Bay, good defense. Saints, good defense. So Dak this year, when he plays a team that stinks, hey, he's good. When he plays a good team, not good. I mean, that's really who Dak Prescott has been. He's cost himself money. And, you know, at this point now, if you're the Cowboys, you're thinking, well, we got to franchise the guy because I don't know how else what, we really want to give him $35 million a year after this is happening. I mean, this is really where the Cowboys are at. That's the reality for Dak Prescott. So going forward, the Cowboys have more problems than just, well, how do we keep this talented group of guys together? Because how talented is the group really? The top 11 on each side of the football are pretty good. But the depth is not because when your highest paid players are your offensive linemen, three of them, well, how, how, what can you really do? So that's going to be really, really hard for the Cowboys, incredibly hard. At the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith in for Dan and the Danettes. So that's Dak. Now, what about Jason Garrett? What about Garrett? His job has been hung over his head by Jerry Jones for the past few weeks. And last night is not going to do anything towards helping him keep it. In fact, I'm wondering if after last night, the Cowboys make a change at some point in the next couple of days. I'll lay it out in a minute, but first let's hear Jerry Jones following the game last night talking about the Cowboys' performance, coaching, and all that stuff. This is going to be the shortest marathon y'all have ever heard. Uh, Chicago took it to us. Uh, we won't be going anywhere until we can win a football game. Uh, they played us well enough tonight to deserve to win the football game. We did all of the things that you can do that cause you to lose football games in the game. Uh, so uh, that's where it is. Until we can get over here and we'll line up against the Rams, until we can win a football game, I don't care what kind of contention we're in, we've got to start playing and winning a football game uh, so that we can uh, be able to play better than we play tonight. We thought we would be able to uh, uh, basically uh, play better defense uh, uh, against what they were doing. To their credit, uh, they really uh, were very effective against our defense, obviously, and I'm not telling anything anybody didn't know. So uh, that's the way we look at it. We'll line them up here next week. We're going to go practice, and we're going to try to win a football game. And everybody that's in here that's healthy, and everybody that's healthy that's coaching will be coaching, and everybody that's in here that will be playing, and we just got to play better. Jerry, does it feel like that's this is it. going backwards at all? Well, it's not. It's leveled out here. It's losing, losing, losing. So I'm not trying to be funny here, but uh, the point is that we've got to win a football game. I don't care what the standings are, what the numbers are. We had thought that we could come up here and play a really fine football game team, I mean, a, a good team, play a fine football game, and get our act where we're starting to look like a team that uh, could, if we buy a slim chance getting in the playoffs where we could win. 
we can't do that until we play and start winning the football games and we've got three more to play. Uh, when we do that, we can go. That's it. I'm not asking, I'm not going to answer why I think I'm saying what I'm saying. No, I'm not saying why. I'm just saying that, you know, how frustrating is you after the cramp, you know, the emotions of last week and Michael Bennett doing what he did and certainly two weeks ago, you going off on the coaches. It's, it's still not done. Well, again, it shows so much for that about effectively uh, what wins or loses football games. Uh, that's not what gets it done. What gets it done is going out here, uh, not uh, making mistakes on third down, uh, getting them off the field, uh, staying on the field, uh, not getting in a spot. Uh, we came up here to run the football. You get behind 20 points, you can't run the football. You've got to do other things. They know you're going to be doing it. They pin their ears back. Here you go. Uh, they played a really fine football game tonight, and they took it to us. And uh, uh, in about every way you want to list it, they beat us tonight. We did win the turnover. All right, so there's Jerry Jones, who is apparently in the kitchen doing this. Uh, we got we got fries up. Fries up. Get them up. Make right. me those eggs. Sunny Maybe. side up, baby. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was doing this interview with uh, in a gaggle of people as he was trying to leave the stadium. And, you know, he was, he went from the Jerry Jones who was, well, you know, Jason Garrett's a good coach and, and he'll be coaching in the NFL somewhere. Now he's just mad. And anybody who's healthy is now going to be coaching. That's the thing. If you're healthy, you can coach now for the Cowboys. So at least there's that. But this is why I can see a change being made, despite the fact that Jerry Jones said, hey, we're not going to do anything for the rest of the season, right? In baseball, you see managers get fired all the time. And it's not so much about bringing in the manager who is a great manager. Sometimes it's just the change from the old manager to the new one. And that change will change the energy of a team, and they go on a big run. Right, you see that in baseball. It doesn't matter if the if the manager gets fired. Doesn't matter if the new manager coming in is great. The new manager could be just as bad, but it's a new energy and the team responds and they start playing well. The Cowboys are a really unique spot right now because it's not like the season's over for them. You know, they're sitting around. No matter what happens on Sunday, they're still going to be in first place, whether they're a game up on Philadelphia or not. That's exactly where they're going to be. So. They're just circling the drain right now. They need a change of energy because they were listless for large stretches of this game last night. Their body language was bad. Walking off the field, so many three and outs, it was bad. It looked just like the game last week against the Buffalo Bills. They had a great first drive, and then the minute adversity hit in some form, that was it, and the Cowboys mailed it in. That was what it looked like last night. So for the Cowboys to say, all right, Maybe we make a change, and whether it's Rod Marinelli who takes over, not that he's the greatest head coach in the world either because you saw what he did in 2008 with the Lions, but whatever it is, you're bringing in a different energy, and that might get the Cowboys jump-started a bit. And they can win two out of their last three and still win the NFC East, make the playoffs, have a home game, and who knows what would happen in the playoffs. You know, right? Well, probably they're going to lose because right now they would play San Francisco and, you know, how that would go, but... It's a new season. I mean, they still, they're going to get rid of Jason Garrett anyway. So why not do it now? Change the energy. And you have 10 days before your next game and see if that works. Because right now, it's not working. So 
I, I don't see how there's no chance this is going to happen. I, I could see a Friday news dump like late tonight where it would happen or sometime over the weekend because the, the inactivity for the Cowboys is just going to mean they're going to keep losing and they're going to wind up losing. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca, phone number 877-99 on Fox. You want to hear something amazing? I mean, not my voice. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you were at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, no limit on how much you can earn. It's amazing. So amazing. Millions of people a year getting their cash back matched. You get the cash back and then even more cash to match it. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash match. That's discover.com slash match. Coming up next, Jason Cole stops by. Longtime NFL insider. Fansided.com, editor-in-chief, pro football, Hall of Fame voter. will break down everything coming off of the game last night. And Odell Beckham's quasi-apology that he just put out a few minutes ago as far as whether or not he wants to stay in Cleveland or not. Uh, keep it right here, Fox Sports Radio. If you purchase supplies for a business, you know it's nearly impossible to find everything you need in one place. And that's why there's Zorro.com, where the number one goal is to make your life easier. Zorro.com, that's Z-O-R-O.com, is where you'll find everything you need for your businesses of any size and almost any industry. Zorro.com has tools and equipment, safety and office supplies, cleaning supplies, and more. Zorro has tons of stuff for industries like electrical, plumbing, contracting, manufacturing, and more. You'll find brands you know and trust like Stanley, 3M, Milwaukee, Schneider, and Rubbermaid, just to name a few. Zorro.com offers amazing customer service from real people based in the United States. You'll also enjoy fast, free shipping of orders of $50 or more. Even if you don't have a business to shop for, you can still find lots of great items at Zorro.com. Visit Zorro.com slash Dan to sign up for a Z-mail and get 15% off your first order. That's Zorro.com slash Dan. Sign up for the Z-mail and get 15% off your first order. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 33120. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, and for Dan, the Danettes today, Will Blackman on the way, going to come in, hang out, talk football, as we break down the Cowboys' loss to the Bears last night, 31-24, and this is about as bad as it could get for the Dallas Cowboys. The Bears run roughshod over Dallas, and Dallas looked like a team that was uninterested at times, that was ready to lose after that first drive of the game. It was really, really tough to watch. And the Cowboys now sit at 6-7. and seven. And honestly, when you look at the NFC East, just think about this for a second. The Redskins are 3-9, and nine, right? Redskins are 3-9. and nine. 
right? If they win on Sunday, they're two games out of the lead in the NFC East, and they have games with Dallas and the Eagles ready to go. Just think about that for a second. The Redskins, 3-9. and nine. Redskins. Redskins. I mean, it's a little too late for Eli. If Eli wins the last four games for the Giants, they can get to 6-10, and 10, but I think one of them will win one game. There. But, but, boy, let's see Eli go all the way, get to the playoffs, win, beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. That would be something. Uh, joining us now on the hotline, talk more about the game last night and other big stories in the National Football League. Editor-in-chief at Fansided.com, longtime NFL insider Jason Cole. Jay Cole, what's up, my friend? So, if Eli wins the Super Bowl, let me just ask you, and you just like, like is that the like ultimate drop the mic moment? Like just walks off and says something like "see ya" and whatever word you want to add to it. Like if that if that dream actually happened, not that it's going to, but if it did, what would you do if you were Eli Manning? You would you would come out and say, "I got us to six and ten. All right, you, you went to me too late, and now look at this, and now I'm going to go play for the no, Jaguars that's next not year. What you do? You just go, how you like me now? Like, <laughs> you, just, you, you sit there and go, where's your, you know? It's like, yeah, you doubted me. What do you think? Like, um, I, I just, it'd be so glorious if Eli did that. I mean, absolutely glorious thing. It's not happening, but it would be fantastic no there's at least a little there's a little bit more of a chance the redskins can win the nfc east i mean look hey they get to four and nine watch out could you imagine watch out allen could you imagine bruce (laughs) allen at the super bowl with that with that grin that he always has on his face um yeah like it's a grin that's accentuated by the fact that he always has like way too large a piece of of tobacco chew in his mouth and he'd just be spitting and and he's just looking goes Trent Williams, huh? How you like that? And then just like spits down on the ground or something like that. Oh God, I wish Blackman was here because I want to ask him so bad about Trent Williams and Bruce Allen. No, no, he's on his I, way. I, He'll I, be here in a few minutes. I think he's he's not at the show because he's afraid of what's going to happen when you have to ask him about Trent Williams and Bruce Bruce Allen. Wow. I think I think Blackman is afraid. Wow, I'm pointing that out right now. It's complete and total fear. Tell Blackman I said that. Wow, you're you're calling him out on. Well, I can't, well, okay, all right. This is like one of yeah, those. Absolutely. You replay, have Frostburg play this right now. Tell tell him that I think that Blackman is consumed by the fear of having to face questions about Trent Williams and Bruce Allen and what that relationship is like because he spent three years with the great Washington franchise. Wow, that escalated quickly for you. You got to find something this early. No. I mean, what the heck? No, this is I like, mean, this is like it, one of those. It's, it's the only thing I can do to keep you from doing that raggedy Jerry Jones impression, especially after that brutal loss last night. Oh, God. I... If you hate the Cowboys, wasn't yesterday brutal? I mean, wasn't it great? I mean, it's just a glorious moment of watching Mitchell Trubisky carve them up as if he was the second coming of. Uh, well, I mean, he's sort of the second coming of Mark Sanchez. But the fact that he, you allowed the second coming of Mark Sanchez to tear you up like, as if he was like Johnny United. Oh, that was fantastic. He looked like Lamar Jackson on that touchdown run. He was like, wow, suddenly this guy's on a weapon. <laughs> Look at that. Now, now project. If Trubisky looked like Lamar Jackson, what would Lamar Jackson look like against the Cowboys <laughs> if they got to play now? I mean, Trubisky goes for three touchdowns through the air, 244. He runs for a touchdown. He runs for almost 70 yards. And now the Bears are thinking, we got to keep him. We got to give him an extension. We got to keep this guy around. 
Well, we're only talking about year three. They got a couple more years. To no, do it doesn't that. matter. You got to you got to tear up the rest of that deal. Tear it up and give it to them. <laughs> tear it up today because of what you did to the Cowboys. <laughs> Forget the other two and a half years of Sanchez like play that we saw. No, we have to we have to tear up this deal now. Based on that, I will say this: uh, Bears management might do that because they hate the Cowboys so much. So. What's more likely going to happen? Trubisky gets a new deal by the end of this weekend, or the Cowboys have a new coach? That's tough. I ask the tough questions. That's what it is. I I ask the tough ones. It makes it difficult. If you're Jerry, like, how do you salvage this if you're Jerry Jones at this point? Like, how do you sit there and say, I I just got to put, I can't put anybody else in charge? Like, you can't find somebody on that staff. Like, just walk over to Marinelli and say, "Do me a solid, old man. Take the t- take one for the team, you know, for the rest of the way." Because that team is just so completely uninspired. I mean, if you're Dak Prescott, don't you offer Jason Garrett like a couple million dollars to walk away? And because you're you're the thinking is you're hurting my leverage so bad the last couple of weeks here that I need you to go away. Like, wouldn't you just offer him a bonus if you were Dak Prescott? I got to bring in the guy that went uh, uh, winless in 2008 with the Lions. Uh, but that could be, an, you know, the worst he could do is 0-3. So uh, it's not going to be as bad as that in 2008. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be 0 for his last 19 games. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. But, you know, the thing is, I can. Marinelli, you're the man. Let's go, Marinelli. I knew we'd catch fire. Come on, baby. He's our guy. He's going to be our new long-term coach as well. So I just signed him for a five-year contract. If you either have the guy who looks like Methuselah as your head coach, (laughs) or you put in Kellen Moore who looks like he's from a boy band. Uh, I mean, like, (laughs) Kellen Moore, could you, like, I always just, I see Kellen Moore and I'm like, who's the 16-year-old with the headset on? Like, I, I just see that. Or... I'm, like, expecting him to break into some kind of dance number, you know, as, as part of, like, One Direction. Yeah. That's, that's when I see Kellen Moore. That's what I want. It's like, a, it's like a contest in which, you know, someone's younger brother got a chance to call plays for the Cowboys, and then we're, we're, we're doing it right contest. here. Look at me, Bob. Look, look. Look what I'm doing. I'm going to call for a long Bob. It's going to be great. Oh, yay. I was caller 45 on the radio, and I won. Can you believe that? I get to call plays now for the Cowboys. Plays. <laughs> Actually, my – that my, the sound of my voice was sort of like that was like Mr. Bill. Uh, that was that was very Mr. Bill. It was. It was. But you know, but Sluggo is about to crush Ellen Moore right now. Uh, you know, but the thing is, Jay, is I get the possibility and and the 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 situation of you change the energy around the team because I a few minutes ago I talked about how you really do it in Major League Baseball all the time when a manager is not. Uh, up to snuff, and he gets fired, it's not so much about we have a new guy coming in. It's about putting the team on notice and, hey, yeah, they start they, they uptick their play. And the Cowboys, this is a unique circumstance because the Cowboys are still playing for something. So it's not like they're 4-10 and 10 and you can say, well, we'll just ride out the season. I can still win the division. I get the logic, but I just kind of look at that coaching staff and go, seriously, who? I Again, we talked about Marinelli, and Marinelli, I love Rod Marinelli in his own way, but he is the ultimate lieutenant, right? Um, Chris Richard, like, what? 
let's go back to this. Their biggest problem right now is they can't tackle anybody. So, you know, Marinelli and Richard, you, you give it to Marinelli, you know, just because he has experience doing it. The experience wasn't good, but you, you give it to him, and maybe that energizes the team a little bit. Or, you know, you know, Kellen Moore, and again, I, I, I mean, I just look at these guys and say, okay, maybe I do a change for change's sake to see what happens, but none of those guys are qualified. Which gets back to this whole point of who put together this staff? And I know Jerry has an incredible amount of influence over who, who's on the coaching staff, but you kind of sit there and go, this is not a group with a lot of firepower in terms of ideas, thoughts, you know, depth of, of leadership when you can't find anybody on your coaching staff to take over. Um, I, you know, it's an indictment of the entire organization. In fact, it's an indictment of the United States of America. Wow. That, wow. This, you, that you, this could happen. I'm, I'm, I'm almost going to go. You're going yeah. big here. You're going big I here. I am. I am. I really am. I'm about to go Animal House on the whole thing and just march out of this interview. Wow, you're like you're like a you're like a, a cable news pundit. You know, I, hey, this is what I this is what I want to say here, and I'm going to stand up and spill my coffee and turn it over and walk out. I'm going to go from Dev, I'm going to go from analyzing the Cowboys to, to Dev Nunes and Parnas. <laughs> uh, Jason Cole, our guest, Fansided.com, longtime NFL insider, editor in chief. All right, so from the uh, game last night, let's go to Odell Beckham, who just put a tweet out a little bit ago to try to, you know, shooting down the idea that he's unhappy with the Cleveland Browns because, you know, when he was asked about it yesterday, do you want to stay oh, with Cleveland? And he said, please. yeah, I'm not answering that. Uh, he said, quote, okay, I never said I was not happy in Cleveland. Just like everyone else, I'm hopeful for better results, period. Next story, please. Jason Cole analysis. When's Odell ever been happy? Like the only time, when, when is Odell Beckham happy in life? It's when he's in Los Angeles or in New York doing things that are related to being a star, correct? Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily about being a football player, but they're about being a star. Like, I don't want to go to the offseason program in Cleveland. I'd rather go to the Met Gala. I don't really want to be with the Giants training in the offseason. I want to be at UCLA hanging and working out there. I, look, I don't, number one, I certainly don't think he's happy in Cleveland. He's not happy losing. Uh, and I don't blame him for that part of it. You know, Goody should be unhappy about it. But I just don't know how bought into football he is. I, uh, here's the biggest problem with the Browns, period. They don't have a single leader on that team right now. Not one. Wait, wait, wait. They have Freddie Kitchens. Wait, wait, wait. They have Freddie Kitchens. Come on. Uh, he started it. Um, <laughs> that wasn't bad. Right off the top of my head. That was pretty that good. Was that was pretty good. good. Yeah. That was, yeah, yeah. That wasn't bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, they have zero. They have zero leadership. Because Baker is the closest thing they have, but Baker is focused on the wrong things. Um like things that have nothing to do with football, such as reporters. You know, like he's getting into a fight with Tony Grossi. His wife is getting into a fight with Mary Kay Cabot. How about you get in a fight with the other team and beat them? Like that's the point of this exercise. Like why don't you focus on the Steelers and, and win the game? 
right? Uh, and then these kinds of observations go away. But there's not a single guy. And I think that I think that um, Odell Beckham is a complete weather vane type of player. In other words, whatever direction the team is blowing, he's going along with it. He can't change the direction of a bad team um, when it's when it's going when it's going bad. He's not going to lift them out of it uh, because that was the complete wrong thing to say yesterday. And today's tweet doesn't doesn't make up for it. The right thing is to say we're going to get this right. We're going to win games. We've got some stumble along the way, but we're in this and we're going to fight. And that would have been the right thing to say. That's not what he said. No, because this, this is who he is. I mean, for when the, right. when the when the Browns were excited to get him, they were like, oh, Odell, and that kid's running through the street, and people are calling the cops because the kid's yelling about Odell. Oh, my God, Odell. And it's like, no, this is just how it's going to be. I'm honestly surprised it took till week 14 to get to the point where Odell caused a controversy because we went from I'm wearing this expensive watch in week one and week two, and then it was largely silent, and now we waited till now. I thought we'd get at well, least because, one or two more. People want, so desperately wanted to overlook the fact that he wasn't showing up in the offseason. Everybody's like, oh, it's just practice. No, 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 no. And, or they're saying things like, well, Brady's not showing up. Let me tell you something. There's a huge gap between Tom Brady and what he's done in his career and Odell Beckham, okay, and the Cleveland Browns, okay? Tom Brady's earned the right to miss some offseason. And even now, I know the Patriots aren't really comfortable with that, but, they, but they're going to tolerate it at this point in time, and everybody gets it, okay? With Odell Beckham and the Browns, they don't know how to win. They know nothing about, the, about winning. They don't. Know, they know nothing about all the effort that it takes to put in and the focus and concentration. So when you don't show up in April, May, and June, you're not bought in. You're not going to do all the things sacrifice, and you're certainly not going to be able to stand up in front of the team during the middle of the season and say, "Guys, we got to pull this direction." Because everybody's looking back at you, going, "Yo, dude, you weren't here in April, May, and June. Why should we listen to you when things are going bad?" And that's. That's the point of leadership. They don't have – Odell's supposed to be the guy because he's the highest-paid guy. They don't have that guy. And and this is why everything has gone sideways with this team when they have the talent um, to win that division. I mean, it's it, – I mean, look, Baltimore's played great, so you'd say, okay, maybe they wouldn't catch Baltimore this year because of how great Lamar Jackson has played. But they should be clearly in the playoff hunt. Not a team that's saying – Hmm. Could they maybe get to eight and eight? That's not good enough. You know, I wonder if these two situations, the Cowboys and the Browns, are going to have high-profile openings. And, you know, last year, the last couple of years, it's always been, hey, who's that next hot offensive coordinator coming up? Who's the who's the next Sean McVay? Go get my, if you're with the Browns, just go hire Mike McCarthy. Right. Well, that's the thing now. Is it, it going to be? Yes. Is that what it's going to be now? The trend is going to be we need a CEO of the organization to come in that can that can handle all this talent. And then, no, you know, last year was last it's year. Way simpler. It's way simpler than that. It's like Dorsey needs somebody to kick Baker and you know and the rest of the team. I'm not saying McCarthy's the greatest coach in the world. He's very good, but he knows how to win football games. It's like Andy Reid. He knows how to football win football games. Marty Schottenheimer knew how to build a program. They may not know how to finish, but you got to get yourself to being respectable first and in the and in the playoffs first before you start talking things and talking about anything else. And you got to be consistent. McCarthy will do that. The other thing is McCarthy and Dorsey know each other so well that they can sit down and go, okay, what do we need to do? 
and they'll come to an agreement. They may disagree at first, but they'll come to an agreement. They know how to do that. And this is the great mistake that Dorsey should have called him, called McCarthy this last offseason and said, look, stop screwing around with the Jets. Stop thinking you're going to take a year off. Stop doing all this. I'm going to pay you whatever amount of money. You need to come in and do it. All right? And get get over it. Get over whatever's bothering you and get done with it. Now, but did, didn't he, he pulled his name out last year, though, right? When they got Before they he got too far down, he pulled his name Dor- out. Dorsey called him at one point and said, are you going to do this? And McCarthy's, like, wavering a little bit and goes, well, I don't know, and, you know, the Jets. And, and, and Dorsey's like, look, i got to make a move. i got to get the guy because I can't afford to lose Kitchens. Kitchens is, is my fallback if you, you can't do it. If you can't do it, then i got to move. And so he did. But, you know, like, he should have had much more of a heart-to-heart with him and said, look, <laughs> you know, look uh, Mike, this is a perfect situation where you take over a young quarterback, you're working with me, we're going to be fine. That's a, it should have been a much simpler simpler discussion. It wasn't. It got really complicated because of all the other openings and McCarthy talking about what he wanted to do with his future. It's like, look, Mike, just coach the Cleveland Browns. It's a good situation. You're good, you're good for Baker Mayfield. The offense that you run is good for Baker Mayfield, even if it's not a perfect offense, okay? And, again, I know that there are lots of, there's lots of criticism of Mike McCarthy, and maybe Blackman will show up sometime nah. and talk about it, okay, and show some courage. Because, again, we're coming back to that whole issue with Blackman about courage. Does he have the courage to talk about Mike McCarthy in real terms? I'm throwing it out there right now. I'm putting down a challenge for your guy. He's got to answer these questions. Flossberg, make sure that you play this back for him. Wow, okay. you are you are throwing out challenges of, of like everything. It's not not just the Redskins one. You're throwing out a challenge here. It's are you going to oh, challenge absolutely. him to get Baby Yoda absolutely. merchandise out? <laughs> hey, you got you got to come out with both guns blazing the day after watching the, the Cowboys and being inspired by what the Cowboys did last night, or which I said Trubisky did to the Cowboys last night. You have to be inspired by that. You can follow him on Twitter at JasonCole62. That is at JasonCole62. He is going to start wars with anybody today, so get on Twitter, and he will start one with you. Remember, he is a pro football Hall of Fame voter. Uh, J. Cole, as always, buddy, appreciate it. I owe you Art Stelling next time you're in town. Hey, yeah, and by the way, have you, based on the sound of your voice, have you brushed your teeth yet today? Oh, no, no, I haven't brushed my teeth in years. Did you stay in the studio overnight? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a big conspiracy theory, the fluoride in the toothpaste. You know, it's the government keeping you down, so I, I don't use the fluoride. Ah, uh, now we're going. No, this right, is go, just... Go, go get that tinfoil hat put yeah. it back on. Now, this okay, is one of those, de- one of those Decembers <laughs> where, uh, you know, you, you know people, get, people get hurt. You know, you got to play hurt. Uh, Jason Cole, once again, Jason Cole 62 at Twitter. Uh, in sports, information is vital. No different when you're shopping for a car. That's why True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want. So when you're ready to discover, buy, or sell your next car, visit True Car. Yes, Will Blackman is on the way, so we can have him answer all the challenges from Jason Cole. But coming up next, we got championship weekend in college football and big games in the NFL to break down the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith in for Dan and the Danettes, Fox Sports Radio. Okay, this is just a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please, please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The company that has been offering you great rates and great service for 75 years, it's Geico. I've been using them for a long time myself. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. No recordings. The company, Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, but I've been a fan and a customer of Geico for a long time. And in five, four, three, two, one. 
I'm out. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331 Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Will Blackman, in for Dan and the Dan Etzlick. And the arriving Will Blackman challenged by our last guest, Jason Cole, to speak the truth about your time with the Washington Redskins and Bruce Allen. Boy, he, he really threw down the gauntlet for you. We're going to ignore him, okay? Wow. I'm just I'm just glad. Wow. I, I'm, I just appreciate you for uh, giving him a platform where he can <laughs> laugh at his own jokes. Okay. Um. <laughs> I almost, I actually heard him uh, on my uh, app, the Sirius app, and literally almost fell asleep on the wheel. So I'm glad. Wow! Uh, no, don't do that. Yeah, I'm glad I turned that off and, and made it here in time. But uh, speaking of '84, sorry to say this year I was born. That's all right. '84, <laughs> '84, freshman year of high school, and my team was freshman year of high school. Freshman year of high school for me. Uh, my first year organized football. And I played uh, my team in Staten Island were the Warriors. And so that song came out in 1984. So, of course, before every game, it was we heard Patty Smythe and Scandal playing the Warrior. And, you know, we went like three and seven. So it was kind of tough. Oh, all good. But, but here's the thing, though. Like, I, I was driving. I was like, you know what? Um, like, adversity. I'm all about adversity and, and being resilient. And And I definitely appreciate you holding it down. You know, I know you're not feeling your best right now but you you know you're still holding it down and and i and i got a flat tire you know and delayed and then i got stuck in the traffic out there so handling adversity that's what we were able to do and and i heard you talking about the boys in dallas and um they're going through an adverse time you know when when everything should be perfect yeah yeah, well, this is first of all, this is the time of year where you're December. I know, you know, you know, the like, let's stop talking about the Cowboys, but we can't let this guy here. I need to talk about the Cowboys. You know, look, in December, people get nicked up. You know, it's everybody's hurt, everybody's playing hurt. It's the end of the season, so you know, that's what it is. You get a flat tire, you're in. You know, my voice is like this. I mean, you know, we, we got to come in. There's, there's no, no one's riding to the rescue. You know, I, I, right. feel like, I feel like we're the Cowboys. Nobody's riding, no one's coming to the rescue. We're either going to fire Jason Garrett or we're not. So that's what's going to happen here. I don't We're think they are. Move on or move on or, or not move on. Um, here's the thing. If you were to move on, the the reason would be to audition the other coaches. 
And all, all year, I'm like, okay, if there would be, you know, I want to say successor, but someone after him, rather, um, I was advocating for uh, Chris Richard. However, because I, I, know, I know what type of leader he is. You know, and I, I guess from his perspective, just in his defense also, it's it's hard to lead when you're not the main guy. However, you know, hopefully you're the defensive side, but it's still, once again, it's still a team. And there are things that happen offensively, special teams that affect the defense and vice versa. So I, I get it when people are saying, well, you can throw out the window because he's not doing well. You can throw Kellen Moore out the window because they're not doing well. Um, but I, I, if there were to be a – a firing, I can see them auditioning. If they were to do it now, it'd be to audition the other coaches. Right, but but the the other part of it is that is they still have the NFC East to potentially win. Right. So you change the energy on the team, whether Rod Marinelli is good or not, it doesn't matter. But if you you're holding the players responsible by firing Jason Garrett, and you may get an uptick in play, right. you, you may catch lightning in a bottle for the pat last three weeks of the season. You're going to make a move anyway in the off season. So if you do it now, maybe you can win two of the last three games, beat the Eagles one more time, get a home playoff game, and then who knows? I mean, maybe you lose, but at least you know you have that you have that chance of getting into the playoffs and seeing what happens. Which which is why I don't think it will happen. You know, my original answer uh, because one, I, I believe Jerry's just going to let let it play out. And right, they're they're four zero in the East right now. So they win a division, they get in, things change, things things have changed. You know, I was on the uh, the New York Giant team in 2011 where it came down to the last game versus the Cowboys at MetLife, and that was the game. We win a division, we're in. And sure enough, that's because that year too, everyone was calling for Coughlin's head, mm. get him up out of there, you know. And we had, I think, like 20 – 20 guys on injured reserve, something crazy like that. Um, and, and I came in there uh, middle of the season. And once once we got in, all hell broke loose. We just we cleaned house. Well, you, know? now you really have to thank the Jets for that because that was when Rex Ryan, <laughs> Rex Ryan went nuts picking a fight with Brandon Jacobs. And then Victor Cruz had the 99-yard touchdown. Yes. And you guys went on a run after that. I was like, that was the end of our season. I mean, we were we were great. We were 9-5, and five, I think. I'm thinking, all right, we're going to the playoffs You're again. You're having flashbacks right Rex now. great. <laughs> oh, what a great year. <laughs> And then, well, the emotional investment that I put Speaking in of adversity, that's happens. the game Coughlin tore his hamstring. Yeah. Because you guys yeah. ran into him on the sideline. Well, we didn't. Well, I didn't do it, but that, you know, the, you, you when said, I say you we. You said we. Well, I, I, when, it, when it's convenient for me. No. When it's convenient when for it's me, convenient. I say we. Uh, well, you know, not, not running so we, into somebody so on the sidelines. So we, we beat the Raiders, but, yes. but, but they lost to the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. When, when the, when is that what it is? It's <laughs> we when the Jets play well, and it's they when they don't. It's we and they. I wish we were great, but there's a lot of they because the Jets don't so play well I wish very often. Was like that on social media. It's a lot of they. It's a lot of they. No, but that was you won because of the Jets, so you should thank me for that because you would have not gone on that. The run theme is adversity. Not no, what happened was we got dragged through the mud versus the Saints. We went out there and Drew Brees hung, I think, 51 points on us, something crazy like that. Because Perfue wanted to keep playing man versus Drew Brees, and we're like, "Don't play man versus Drew Brees." Because you play man versus Drew Brees, he's throwing 75 percent right now, and he's destroying us. Let's play something else. He's like, "Nope, we're gonna play man." So, all right, we're gonna get killed. No problem. 
<laughs> so it was that simple for you. It was that simple. So you really you don't think a change is going to would help? Yeah, at all? a change will not happen at all. Um, they're going to finish, finish up the season because right now they still have a chance. Let them play it out, and and this probably give Jerry time to assess what's going to happen. And if they don't make the playoffs, obviously. Change is coming. So. Well, the Redskins also have a chance, you know. The Redskins be, do have a chance. You know, it'll be, and, and, it'll be four and, and seven. Jason, Jason has not been called. Jason Cole has not been listening. <laughs> I've been talking about the Redskins. Oh yeah, I've been on. I've been on all every Redskins channel talking about them. You kidding me? All right, Ooh, just making sure. We'll get to the Redskins playoff chances. Yeah, we're done because, talking you know, about Dallas. If they if they win, you know, they got games with Dallas and Philadelphia. Watch out! Watch out! The East is just. Dying right now. <laughs> uh, Twitter at how about a fresco? Will what's your uh, Twitter at handle? At Will Blackman and at NFL Wine Guy. Let's go. All right, so we got that, and Jason Cole can also challenge you as well. Uh, coming up next, we got more from the NFL. We got more of the big games coming up this weekend. Keep it right here, the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Will Blackman, Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Brian Deegan here. I'm excited to bring you our podcast, The Deegans, that will be every Wednesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. We'll be covering many subjects such as racing, family, how we stay together, how we thrive as a family. So I think it's exciting. We're going to cover all those subjects and many more. Be sure you guys check out our new podcast, The Deegans, airing every Wednesday on Podcast One and on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331.20. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. 